now for the show that's truly too hot to handle. It's the melting pad, and it starts right now. Well, thank you, Jerome. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the show, The Melting Pats, the next level network. How are you? I hope you are well. I salute the patrons who can't see this because no one's on that tier. But <laughs> why am I saying that to the regular crowd? Um, anyway, welcome. Hi. Hi, how are you? We're doing great. I'm sitting weirdly in the chair, so you might hear some noises. It's fine. Um, I, it's not raining, so that's good. And uh, if you pay me three bucks a month on Patreon, you can see my headband and my matching shirt. Otherwise, you just get the audio of this and you don't know what's going on. So there's that. All right. We're good, right? Great. Great. We're trying something different. Old, I was going to say new, but we've done this before. But we're trying it out again. We're seeing if it'll work. If it doesn't, well, then I don't have time to re-record the show. So who knows what's going to come out on Saturday. Uh <laughs> But on the show today, we have our question, when you were a kid, what made you think, wow, these people are rich? Um, I, I have a couple of examples, and then we got a lot of fun answers as well. Uh, so that I'm looking forward to that. Even though it's a lot of reading, it's going to be fun. We'll talk about digital test stores. And that is uh, stores that don't have product available on the floor, but uh, you can order it, and then someone will go grab it for you. It can be good. It can be bad. We will try to work it out, and then we'll ask what you think, and we'll see if anybody listens and actually answers. We'll see. That doesn't always work out, but it'll be fine. Uh, I'll also talk about Twitch mobile streaming. That is me streaming from my phone. And honestly, how impressed I am with the app and how uh, how much I can do on it. So we'll talk about that and how much fun we're having with the, uh, with the Baseball 9 streams because it's really good. It's a good time, even if you don't like baseball because we talk about other stuff. And uh, finally, things from the ring. We'll talk about some wrestling at the end of the show. Uh, Phillies are up and down. That's what I'll say about the baseball. It, uh, it's weird, man. It's really it's weird how they just can't get it together. All right, anyway, there we go. That's what's up. That is what is going on with the show today. All right, should we... Uh, can we cut to... Uh, I'm getting... A, I realize my glasses are getting the reflection of the Word document here, but it's fine. It's fine. None of you will see that, so I don't know why I mentioned it. So, first things... <laughs> Wow, Pat's really pushing this Patreon. Yeah, I figure I have it. I might as well try to get people on it and give me some money, and uh, it'd be great. Okay? Do you want to see me? Give me three bucks a month. You want to just hear it uncut? That's a dollar. Patreon.com slash the Pat. All right, great. There we go. We plugged it. We did it. We nailed it. All right. Uh, before we get to all of that, though, we have a song from our dear friends, Glimmers. And uh, two things I have to tell you, because I know the questions will come. Number one, hey, Pat, are they on tour? They're not right now, but they're going to be beginning in, I think, Atlanta, uh, September 18th. And then they're going to go throughout the uh, some parts of the U.S. through, I think, through October. I think they're in Philadelphia, October 20th. Glimmersband.com, I think, is the website there. So uh, that'll be in the show notes. Uh, but also, Pat, aren't they doing a cover? Yes, they're releasing a cover of Bad Romance. Or is it out already? I don't know. Either way, I can't play that on the show. Uh, but I wanted to tell you about it because the reason is, by the way, is that I think if I was going to play a cover, I would have to get somehow get permission or, or a license to play something from the people. Like, I'd have to get the people who wrote the song involved. And I don't have a big enough reach to make that 
to where they'd be like, yeah, sure, kid, go ahead. Like, I don't have that kind of um, that kind of power in the podcast space. But if you want me to do that, like, if you can give me that power, then I need a bunch of you to listen to the show and, I don't know, subscribe to my Patreon and do that, okay? All right? Otherwise, we're, we're not going to be able to. Okay. Anyway, Pat, that has nothing to do with what, what we, we don't care. Uh, well, no, I'm just, I'm letting you know that Glimmers is, is uh, they did a cover of Bad Romance, and it's going to come out, I think, September 1st, they said. If it's not out already, I remember seeing something about September 1st. I'm sorry, Glimmers. I didn't look it up. I'm sorry. I, I saw it. I tried to commit it to memory and uh, it didn't work. Is this text important? No. Wait, is it? No, it's not. Well, it's important in that it's from a friend, but it's not important in that I have to stop the show and figure out something to do. Okay. <laughs> what am I doing? What am I doing? Pat, you're supposed to play a song. I know. All right, Glimmers released an EP this year called Human Furnaces. It's great. I recommend you check it out. Uh, they're a great band, and I wish I could see them live. We'll see if we can have, if we can go in October. We'll see what we can do. Um, it depends on on an, on a lot of things, honestly. So we'll try our best. If not, go to the show. Tell them I sent you. Tell them I said hi, and they might remember who I am. In any case. Get the EP, Human Furnaces. This is a song from it. It's great. Our friends, Glimmers, Scared to Lose. I love this song. This band's awesome. Go see them. Tell them I said hello. In the meantime, here's a sweet tune. It's the Melty Pack. We're coming right back.
there you have it. Our dear friends, Glimmers, with their from their latest EP, Human Furnaces, the song Scared to Lose, glimmersband.com. For more from them, it's the Melty Pat. We are back. We came out a little flat, and then uh, I tried to improv the end of it. That didn't go well. Don't tell Glimmers about that part. Tell them you heard the song from my show, but then don't tell them that I did that, because they're not going to like... That's That was weird. Okay. Anyway, Glimmersband.com. If you are in my area, they're coming to Kung Fu Necktie October 20th. I'm going to try to go, and uh, we'll see. Depends on a lot of things, but they're on tour starting September 18th. Bands in town had that information, so we'll uh, we'll link to that as well. So there we go. We learned a lot. I did anyway. Patrons learned more than I think they would have ever bargained for. It's only a dollar to get that stuff. Um, and you could see it. You could. I did some singing. You could see me do the little air guitar. You could see that going. That's fun. Three bucks. Thanks. Glimmers is, well, the tour is a little more than three bucks. Anyway, glimmersband.com. Thank you, my friends. I appreciate every goddamn one of you. All right, let's do the rest of the things, How shall we? Let's get to the, the reason you're here. Well, I, anyway, I shouldn't say that. Um, Pat, just do the show, okay? All right, all right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm going to do that just for you. All right. Our question for this week. I don't remember what made me think of this. Maybe Jill and I were talking about something. That's usually how these go is either someone will suggest it externally. So on uh, on the website or Facebook or wherever. Or Jill and I will talk about something and I'll go, that's a good idea. And I'll write it down. Uh, like I said last week or two weeks ago. See, I can't even remember that. When I think of a show topic, I just got to write it down because otherwise it's gone. So... I wrote this down. When you were a kid, what things, what items or things, what made you think, wow, these people are rich? Jill had a really good one. Um, if all your dishes, dishes match, because that's how she knew, or she thought, that people had it together and had money to have a full set of matching dishes. I think that's pretty good. And maybe that's just, that's a sign of how we, how she grew up and how I, you know, how we perceive certain things. But that's the point of the question. Um a couple I thought of where if you had a refrigerator with a water dispenser slash ice maker, I thought you were rich and rich and really fancy. Um, if you had central air, I thought, yep, you must have must be doing okay. And if you had, uh, well, one like a, a working TV in your room. What I mean by that is because we had a TV in our room, but it wasn't hooked up for cable. It was uh, VHF, UHF, you know, over the air. So we got you know the you know three six ten fifty seven seventeen right. We got those channels, but mostly it was used for video games. Um, and so it like we had a TV in the room, but it wasn't like, oh, we can watch TV and movies. Like I didn't get that till I was 20. And even then it was only for a couple months because there was a deal for the cable company or whatever. Um, but yeah, having a cable hookup in your bedroom made me think you were rich. Like you could watch regular TV shows in your bedroom. I thought that was so fancy as a kid. Crazy stuff. Uh, so we got a bunch here. A lot of votes for in-ground pool, which I think is interesting. Uh, Amy says a swimming pool, a basement, more than one TV, a computer, a fridge with an ice maker slash water dispenser, and more than one bathroom. Ooh, man. More than one bathroom. Hell yeah. I mean, that's a necessity for us. Just because, like, no, we're not moving somewhere with just one bathroom. That's silly. But yeah, if you have more than one, like if you grew up in a in a house 
with only one, I would say, you know, you go to some place with two or three. If you have three bathrooms, I think you're super rich. Yeah, I think that's fair. You're super. If you have three bathrooms in your house, you have a lot of money, and uh, I'd like some, please. Also, it's funny. Um, just oh, where to go? Damn it! I had a. I wrote another note and it's gone. Ah, crap. All right. Anyway, um, these are good though. A basement, a, a swimming pool is good. That's a, again a popular one. In ground pool. Thank you, VA, for weighing in. I think that yeah, that's a sign of like. That also means you can host parties, right? So like, oh, we're going, we're going to VA's house. He's got a pool. He's got an in-ground pool. We can go to his house for Fourth of July or or wherever. You know, we can go have the have the summer party at uh, at your house if you have an in-ground pool. We had an above-ground pool, which was neat. I mean, I don't love swimming, but it was neat to have that. But I think yeah, if we had an in-ground pool, that's like wow, you guys are doing all right. Um, Lauren says, big screen TV, a pool, especially an in-ground pool. And one time I was trick-or-treating, and my mom's friend showed me her friend's house that was huge and had an elevator. An elevator in your house. That is luxury. That's money right there. Like, that's that's a lot. Yeah, I like that. I like. I mean, I, you know, that's wild that you have enough floors and stories in your home that you need an elevator. But uh, also, yeah, to have one, the cost of running that and maintenance alone which just that means you're you're doing all right you are doing okay jill says expensive cereal like oreo o's that's true and actually today maybe this says more about me now or uh more about my frugality than anything else but i still won't buy that because i'm like do i need to spend you know six or seven dollars on a box of cereal probably not um at least not like every week or two like i don't get that with the groceries all the time it's once in a while and i don't know like i i'm not I'm not broke. I could do okay. But um, I, I guess when you grow up in certain, let's say, economic conditions, it's hard to get out of that like, oh, I can afford this. Like, or like you always think, oh, that's too fancy for me. I can't afford all that name brand cereal or name brand saltine crackers or name brand anything, I think, as Kirsten brought up. Um, people think you're rich if you buy name brand stuff, and that's true. But it's, it's weird. It's a weird, like, weird spot to be in. Because for so long, it's like, nope, we can't have that. We have to get this one instead. And now, you know what? I think tomorrow when I order groceries, I'm going to order them. I'm going to order some Oreo O's. Screw it. Yeah, we're taking a plunge. It's not really that much money. But when you're a kid and mom goes, no, we can't have that cereal, then it's like, wow, what the hell? We must not be doing okay. We don't have, you know, we don't have a pool or anything. Uh, (laughs) We don't have TVs in our rooms, damn it. Um, Jen says a driveway and a garage. Yeah. Do you mean like, I should have asked like an attached garage. So, okay. Uh, cause we, my mom's house has a garage. It's not attached to the house and nobody parked back there. Nobody ever parked back there. It's just for stuff. So do you mean a garage so that you park your car in? So you're not, so you also have a private space for your car and, you're not inundated with stuff. I guess that maybe is that what you mean? I know Jen will listen. She'll she'll tell me. I should have asked her before. But anyway, um, a fridge with a nice dispenser, popular answer, and Stroman bread. I think that that goes back to name brand stuff, right? Uh, Jen says we got ours from the wonder the Wonder Bread outlet. There you go. Yeah, there's always that stuff. Like we generally went with store bought or like the cheaper version of things, except for one thing. My mom 
was very adamant that we get Jif peanut butter because she grew up eating crappy peanut butter and decided, hey, like we might not be able to do all the things, but there's one thing that we're not going to do, and it's eat crappy peanut butter. So we're going to get Jif peanut butter, not store brand. So thanks, Mom. I love Jif. Skippy's good. Smucker's is good. But I have a very strong attachment, nostalgically, that's not a thing, uh, <laughs> to Jif peanut butter. Yeah, I do. Because uh, first of all, it's, it's really good, and it's what we had. Like, that was the thing. Like, that was the one thing where we didn't have to get a different one. Like, we didn't have to get the cheap one. We got Jif, because that was the thing. So, solid. Love it. Love it. That goes along with the bread. Yeah. Stroman bread's real good. Real good. We actually had Stroman bread all the time. So I guess that was another thing. Like we didn't get Wonder Bread. We had Stroman all the time. Mostly, I guess. Anyway, um, Dale says mansion. That's about it. That's fair. Yeah. If you, if you have a mansion, you got money. Uh, Drave says in-ground pool and or giant TV. None of my friends had those things personally. I used to always think someone who had a massive fountain in their front yard probably was rich too. Yeah, the fountain in the front yard is like a, I don't want to say stereotype, but it's its definitely like when you think rich person's house, you think like completely gated, maybe there are initials on the front of it, you know, a security guard, I guess. And yeah, big fancy fountain in the front yard. That's good. Lockjaw says, big houses, I guess. Thinking about the house of a family friend in particular, seemed that their house was bigger and they had more stuff. TV in the kids' room with video game system, lots of games. Definitely felt luxurious to not have to share the TV and play video games whenever. That is a great point. Um, yeah, not having to, like, oh, I can only play video games at certain times because mom and dad want to watch TV or something, right? To be able to be like, hey, I can play whenever I want or, like, whenever I'm not doing anything else, I can play in my own room or in, like, the other room that we have. Um, and that's pretty solid. Uh, Lockjaw also added houses with pools. I still think those people are probably rich. That's fair. Yeah, pool is a very popular one. And uh, the ice maker, I like it. MAG says a 3DO. No, but 3DO, by the way, was a, a console in the early 90s that was meant to rival Nintendo and Sega. It was like 800 bucks, and I don't think it made a lot of money. Um, but seriously, any kind of house that was bigger than the one we had. The very idea of living in a three-story house blew my stupid little mind. That's fair. Yeah, but it's like this question, the answers to this question pretty much solely depend on your situation as a kid, right? So that's why I love to ask it, and that's why we got a lot of different answers too, where like, hey, I didn't have this, and so I thought, like I lived in this certain situation, so anybody who who had the next level of whatever that would be had to be a rich person. Like they had to have money, right? Smelly Meatball says having a ton of video games and a big pack of crayons. Um, having a lot of games is that's a good indicator because games are expensive. Uh, he also added, did I, I think I missed some of Smelly Meatball's answer? Sorry, buddy. Um, for quite some time, I used to think mac and cheese was just a crayon color and not an actual food, since my mom didn't cook that for meals, nor did I know of anyone else who ate it. Smelly Meeple, I have a question. Where did you grow up? And I, maybe, were you the rich kid? Because, like, I, I feel like anybody under a certain uh, 
let me think here. Under a certain tax bracket, would uh, would know both know and probably either love because they ate it a lot or hate because they ate a lot mac and cheese. That seems insane to me. So Smelly Meatball, if you listen, please reach out. Where'd you grow up? And uh, I think maybe were you the rich kid? Because I, I can't. I just feel like mac and cheese is such a staple of a lot of people's menus that I, I feel like maybe someone who uh, who didn't need to have that option of a you know a quick meal for a few bucks, that's the only way you wouldn't know what that is. Or maybe wherever you lived, mac and cheese didn't make it there. I don't know, but I want to know. So reach out because that that's just because I love mac and cheese. Mac and cheese is one of my favorite things. And we had it often, and I just can't wrap my head around. Not only did you not have it yourself, like I guess that's fine, like that I can understand. But you didn't know anybody who ate it. That seems, I don't know, does not compute. I don't get that one. So let me know. Thank you. Uh, Clockshot says toys in the driveway. You could have had an average house, but if there was a boat, RV, motorcycle, fancy car, etc., parked there, that was an indicator for me. Yeah, if you got enough money to to spend on a big uh, a big thing like that, although uh, unless you uh, no no we don't need to go there um, no yeah if you had the money to buy to have one of those things and keep it in your house and maintain it and whatnot that's uh, that's a pretty good indicator that somebody's got money and finally Osman says the families who had those cars that kids could drive around in them there you go. <laughs> I love how everybody's like, yeah, we had this and this, and this would be really cool. And then we get to the end, and Ospan's like, no, f- those kids. <laughs> oh, thank you, my friend. Thank you, everybody, for weighing in. If I missed you, I'm very sorry. There was a lot here, so uh, my bad that I didn't see what's what. But uh, let me know. I can reach it. We can revisit this if, you, uh, if I missed your answer and you want to let me know. I am here for you. All right? All right. So let's get to this. I saw this. Um, that was a weird sound I saw, that I made with my face somehow. I saw this the other day from, where was this? The Inquirer, I guess. Philadelphia Inquirer. That there was a digital test store, a Wawa on the campus of Drexel University, recently reopened. And there are no shelves in the store. There's no product on the floor. And you order ahead. The way you do it is you order ahead in their app or... You go in store and there's a little kiosk at the front. So you go and you click, 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 like you're ordering a, you know, made to order sandwiches, except I guess it's for everything. Their menu, you go and click and do all your stuff. Um, This is good and bad. It's good because now I don't have to dodge you in the aisles. I've mentioned on this show some run-ins I've had at Wawa and other places with people just being rude and stupid. So the pro is I don't have to deal with that. And I think that's great. Also, a Wawa near us got ransacked recently. Like a bunch of teenagers went in and just wrecked the place. So I assume they were like, hey, we should try this instead. So that can't happen again. And I'm cool with that. I have no problems with that being the reasoning. I don't have a problem with a digital store, any like a like this kind of store anyway. I think this is okay. I'm, I'm okay with this. The con is, or the big one that I can think of, is... If I'm in a rush, like if it's if I'm on my way to work or if I'm on my way somewhere and I just want to go in and grab one of those little wraps, like a chicken Caesar wrap that's already like it's pre-made. You just go in and grab it. Boom, done. 
So if I want to do that, I can't do that at this store. But if I'm on my way, I guess here's my question. Can I order ahead and pay on the app so that I can walk in? They say, oh, uh, I say, hey, I'm looking for an order for Pat. They go, oh, here's your bag. And they give me my stuff when I leave. And I'm in the store for 25 seconds at most. If that's a, if that is a possibility, because it says you can order on the app, but I'm wondering, uh, I'm assuming you can pay through the app as well, right? I've never used the Wawa app, but I'm assuming that you can pay through the app. I hope so anyway. And I just wonder, like that would for sure alleviate some pressures with this situation, right? Because if I have to go in there and say like seven people are ahead of me and they're all going click, click, click on the little menu there. And now they all have to wait at the front. So that creates kind of a log jam at the front of the store. Um, and so you kind of have to wait for that. So that sucks. But if I can go onto the, like if I can log into the Wawa app and I can order my stuff like I do with Grubhub, if I order my stuff, pay in the app and then just go and get it, right? If that's an option, I think this is great. If it's not an option, they should make it an option. And that can make this idea go from good to great. I mean, I get it. Like, if you're in a rush and you're just like, oh, like I'm walking by the Wawa. I'm like, oh, I want to get this on my way to a thing I have to go or I'm going to catch the train or whatever. Then that option might be off the table. But if you if you have an extra minute or two to go in the app and say, hey, I want this and this and this. And you order it, pay ahead, and then you just grab it and leave. I think that's great. I don't let... So here's my, I guess... How do you, let me, no, I'm not going to go down another thing, but how do you feel about this? Do you like this? Do you think this is a good idea? I understand there are traditionalists or people who just, um, they're like, oh, well, you go shopping, you got to be, and people are stuck in ways and don't want to go the digital route for anything. But I, I feel like we were on the way to this anyway. Like we were going to get there anyway, because Starbucks had their app where you could prepay and pick up your stuff. Like they've had that for years. And then I feel like the pandemic was like, hey, what if we remove the crowds of people milling about and just do it this way? Because this cuts down on several things, right? Tra foot traffic in the store, you're still getting the money because people are still going to order the stuff and they're going to get it, like their coffee or whatever, or their lunch and stuff. So they're still going to do that. It's just now you have removed the, let me see you have taken away the opportunity for shoplifting by having no product on the floor, which I think was probably a big factor in this. And you've also now said, hey, we don't have to worry about... I mean, I, I think this is going to cut down on the number of employees they would need, which sucks because I don't want people to lose jobs because of this. But now you need someone who knows how to fix the machine. You, you still need people to clean up the store because it's going to get... You still got to do that, right? You still need people to go grab the stuff. And during a morning rush, you're going to need people to grab the stuff. So maybe this won't cut down on jobs. But I guess I'm stuck on if I'm in a rush, that doesn't help me at this store. Like I'm not helped by this option at the store if I just want to go in and grab a wrap and leave. So that sucks. So I don't want this to become like a full every store does this. But I would not be opposed to trying this out. In fact, I should do that. When am I going to be down that way? I don't know, but I should try that. Um, I did see a Walgreens in Chicago is trying a similar thing where they have like only a quarter of their stuff available and the rest is you click the menu thing and order it and somebody grabs it for you. 
So I kind of think other places are are going to start doing this if they haven't already. Um, I like the idea as a concept. Like I think this is a good idea because it's going to cut down on a lot of things. But I don't know. I think like part of the convenience of a Wawa or a Walgreens is you can run in there and be in there for like two minutes, grab your thing and go. And with this, unless you plan it and think about it and order ahead, you don't have that option. And so I wonder if that's going to turn a lot of people off from a digital test store. So how do we feel about this in general? As an idea, a digital store where you order ahead or go in and, and order on a kiosk all the things that you want, and then an employee grabs them for you, and you don't have to do any of your own shopping. But you still go pick it up. So it's not... I guess it's kind of like Instacart in a way, but um, there are no op- no options for product on the floor. How do we feel about it? Do we like it? Yes? No? Let me know. TheMeltingPat.com. Send a text. Let's try that again. 209-867-7638. Patrons get a lot of coughing on the video version. I'm sorry. It's dusty down here. Um, how do we feel? Digital stores. No product. You order it. Um, well, their product is in-store, I guess but not available to you, the shopper. So how do you feel about that? All right, let me know. Great, great. One more thing, and then we'll do the wrestling, and then we'll wrap the show. I have been streaming from my phone lately. I'm trying to do some more this weekend. Didn't do it last weekend because we all got too tired. And um, actually, I was ready to do it, and the kid fell asleep on me, so there went that. But I'm trying to do it this weekend, and I've been having a lot of fun with it. I've been streaming Baseball 9, which you know I love. And I streamed something else recently. But if there are any phone games you want me to play and stream, let me know. And then follow along, twitch.tv slash TheMeltingPat. And um, really, like, it's fun. Like, the game is fun. And then stream, people jump in. And if it's somebody who's on the team, like, hey, that's me, because I put my friends on the team, you see. And uh, last time we ended up talking about pizza, which was great. The time before, we talked about, we did a Reddit thing, I guess. We looked at it on my The A-Hole in real time, and that was fun. Um, some of it. So it's not just me playing the baseball game. We do some chatting. We look up some other stuff. You know, we see where the night takes us. So uh, the other thing, not just to plug my Twitch streams, but the mobile app for Twitch to stream is, I don't know why I was surprised by this, but it's really good. Like, there is a lot I can do. So when I first did it, I so the chat shows up on my screen. And the baseball game is a full screen game. And so I'm playing and I get a little push notification at the top of the screen that says username and then some of their message. And I'm like, oh man, I can't read your chat. That sucks. And then the next time I streamed, I realized, hey, there's a little icon at the top of the screen, little Twitch icon. You click on that, it brings up the chat screen for you and everybody sees it, right? Because everybody can see whatever's on your phone can be seen by the stream. So be wary of that. But throw on do not disturb, you'll be good. So... I saw this. I'm like, oh, I can actually read your chat. Then everybody can read what the chat says. And that's fun. And then they have an option. They have two options. Throw all three. The gameplay where it shows your screen and whatever you're playing. They have a like a just chatting thing where you turn on your camera and I can chat with you. Like I can have my phone just chat with you if I'm out somewhere or just sitting in my house doing a video stream or whatever. Why would I do that? I don't know. But... <laughs> And then the third option is they have a little be right back. It mutes the microphone. Hold on one second. Okay, there we go. 
So it mutes the microphone and then puts a little thing on the screen that's a, it's got my logo and a little background says be right back. So it, it mutes me so I can go, like if I got to go get the kids some milk, then I can do a, throw on a be right back and then it mutes it so nobody hears if he's screaming or whatever. I come back and we're right back to the thing. Like I don't even have a be right back option on my PC streaming. Like I would have to do that myself, like set that up myself and set a command and do all that. Like the app did it for me, which is great. Like this is awesome. Like I, I've said before how the Twitch mobile app for watching streams is really good. Like I'm, I'm in a lot of streams. We chat with people all the time when, when they stream and it's really easy to use. And I was like, man, I wonder how the mobile app is. It's awesome. Two thumbs up from old Pat because it does a lot of things for me that I would normally um, have to do separately and don't have time to do. But again, that was not just a plug for my Twitch streams, which I'm trying to do Friday and Saturday night this weekend, by the way. So it would have been yesterday and today. Um, but the uh, the ease of use of the Twitch mobile app, like it's very intuitive, like it's maybe intuitive is the wrong word, but it's easy for an idiot like me to use. And it's got a lot of options and I can do a lot with it. And it's been really fun getting back to streaming because now I can do it from my phone with the kid next to me and I don't have to worry about a lot of things, really. And it's awesome. And uh, it's really good. So uh, thumbs up to Twitch mobile streaming if you want to join me. And uh, I don't know, are there, are there phone games we can play together and we could stream together? Is that a thing we could do? Somebody who's smarter than me and or who at least knows more about Twitch and phone games than I do which is probably a lot of you, let me know, and uh, we will try to set something up, okay? But all in all, uh, again, not just a plug for my streams, but uh, the Twitch mobile app is really good for streaming. I am highly impressed, and I recommend it. If you're a streamer and you're like, man, I don't have time to do from PC, you can stream from your phone. The app is really good and really easy to use. And let me know. If you stream from your phone, I will tune in, and we will have all the fun together. All right. All right. There we go. That's just, just about all for today. I know not a ton. I had another thing, but we can push that the next week. Um, but I think we're okay. We're good. Everything's fine. Everything is good. So if you don't like wrestling, then it's time for you to go. Thank you for joining me. Glimmersband.com for more from them. And uh, let me know how you feel about digital stores and Twitch mobile streaming and things that you thought, things people had that you thought made them rich, meant they were rich, I should say. There you go. All right. One more thing. Let's ring the bell and talk about some wrestling. So this week, it's Thursday. We have one thing we liked from Raw. Full disclosure, did not finish the show yet, but that's fine. And one thing from Dynamite. And then a little preview action for SmackDown and Collision. And then that'll be all. All right? All right. So again, I'm sorry. Did not have time to finish watching Raw this week. I'm going to get to it probably tomorrow. Because, yeah, like I said, I'm doing this to keep myself honest and caught up on the show's and it's been, this is week two, and I'm already not caught up on Raw. So we're doing great. We are doing great with the show, <laughs> with this segment. But I'm enjoying the hell out of Alpha Academy versus Imperium. I know the feud is really um, Chad Gable challenging Gunter for the Intercontinental Heavyweight Championship, and that match is going to be awesome. I can't wait for it. But we've also got this little side thing where... Um, Ludwig Kaiser is kind of hitting on Maxine, which is kind of like he's doing it in a way where he's like, hey, I'm much better than these people. Look at me. I'm I'm ripped. I look great. I'm European. I'm elegant. I'm awesome. Not these freaks that you're hanging around with. Right. But also it's like borderline creepy 
which like for a story purpose is like, wow, she is right to be weirded out by this guy because he's he's coming on real strong, which I think is uh, is interesting as for the sake of the story. And then, you know, she feels weirded out and the big man Otis gets to walk over there and go, hey, I could squash you like a bug, you little weirdo. And I think he did. I think they had a match recently. And I think he did. Or no, maybe, I don't know what happened. I, I don't remember. Anyway, um, Gunter is awesome. As you know, he's one of my favorite guys going today. And Chad Gable deserves, as they say, all the flowers. This guy's incredible. He's an incredible athlete. He's really fun. The gimmick is great. Oh, thank you. The gimmick is awesome. I love it. Um, I don't think Chad Gable should win the title because I think Gunter should break the all-time record and then we'll figure out where to go from there. But... I think their match is going to be super fun. It's going to be great. It's going to be. It's not going to be for everybody because not everybody likes the kind of uh, knockdown, dragout slash technical things. But I do. Like that's my favorite kind of wrestling. So I'm looking forward to this a whole hell of a lot. I think Gunther will win. But this feud in general, overall, has been a lot of fun. And I like that the Alpha Academy has moved on seemingly from the Viking Raiders because I, I'm so, the Viking Raiders don't do it for me. I'm sorry. I know it's supposed to be positive, but, and again, haven't watched the rest of the show, so maybe they did get involved with them again. I forget, but um, this is an upgrade for me for Alpha Academy, and Imperium is really good. All of them are great. So there we go. That's the thing I liked from Raw. Uh, one thing I loved from Dynamite last night is, so they did their, uh, they had a sponsored match, and it was sponsored by, there's a new game coming out, the uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre video game coming out. I saw a little bit of it, I don't think I'm going to play it because it seems like it's it's Dead by Daylight, which I played for about an hour and hated. So I'm sorry. I know a lot of people love that game. I'm sorry. It's not for me. Um, so I think this is going to be similar to that. So I'll probably pass on it. But they had a sponsored Texas Chainsaw Deathmatch between Jeff Jarrett, the most over guy in AEW, and Jeff Hardy. And it was so much like it was so dumb, but it was so much fun. Like, there was fake blood. There was blood everywhere. Jeff Jarrett got a bucket of something dumped on him, which was hilarious. All the members of their groups were involved. It was a whole schmoz. It was so funny. And Jeff Hardy had a Leatherface mask, and then he took off the mask, and his face was painted kind of like Leatherface a little bit. The makeup was great. It was just a, a whole a complete mess. And, like, we were chatting in, um, again, in Kentucky Beaver Slap's uh, Twitch stream because we watched Dynamite with them, and Kyle did not like it. The missus and I loved it. Uh, another uh, chatter. I won't uh, out their name, because they don't want me to, probably. But they didn't like it, and then Kenny and I were just sitting there cracking up, because that it was so much fun. Like, it was so stupid, but, like, you have other you have a lot of things on a wrestling show, right? You got your serious feud with, um, I don't know, the elite, like, like Kenny Omega... It's uh, been a serious thing with Takeshita and the Elite against the, all these other people. So there's like a more serious feud over there. And then there's MJF and Adam Cole, which is fantastic. Like this buddy thing where like they're they're best friends, but are they like, is the turn going to happen? Are they going to swerve after the title match that they have? Like there's an interesting story there. That's really fun. And then you just have this like really kind of dumb mid card. Doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of the show, but Hey, we're doing this. We got us. We got the game coming out. They'll sponsor the match, and uh, it bothered me that that match went to picture in picture because if I sponsored your match, why are you giving ad space to other 
you know, other other companies during my match and putting me in a tiny part of the screen. That bothered me. But the match itself was so much fun. It was so stupid. Just so, like, the most ridiculous thing. Stupid in a good way. Like, because you need some dumb stuff on your wrestling show to make people laugh, to break up from the serious things that you have going on as well. So I thought it was great. I had so much fun watching it. It was a really good time. And um, that's, yeah, those are the things that I liked for this week. And coming up, well, one you've already seen, we have a 25 Years of Edge celebration on SmackDown, and he is facing Sheamus for the first time. We love Edge in this house. I love Sheamus. I think the missus likes Sheamus. Uh, Big fan. There's some history there. They're friends. They got each other back into uh, back into the game, as it were. So looking forward to all of that. I think the match is going to be really fun. The rest of the show, don't know yet. All that's on the card is that and Rey Mysterio doing something. So there you go. So again, that'll be over by the time you hear the show. And collision for AEW, Christian versus Darby Allin. Uh, here's my question. Is this for the TNT title? Because Christian has anointed himself as a TNT champion, which is great. And he's got his turtlenecks. Christian's a great heel. He's a great performer in general. Um, So I'm wondering if this is for the TNT title. I don't remember because I watch a lot of AEW stuff kind of in a row sometimes when I'm behind. So it all mixes together. But Christian's great. Darby Allen's really good. And um, I think this match will be fun. And of course, Luchasaurus will be lurking around and um, Darby Allen's... uh, Got friends around somewhere, too. Sting might make an appearance. Who knows? But uh, I think this match will be a lot of fun, and I'm looking forward to it. So there you go. That is, uh, that's what we liked and what we are looking forward to coming up in the wrestling for this week. And that is, uh, we, we did it two weeks in a row. I'm impressed that I've managed to keep a segment going this long. I really am. That's dumb. Anyway, ring the bell. We're done with this. I don't know how to end segments, man. This is episode 440 of this show, and I have no clue how to end segments anymore. I don't know. Anyway, we out of time. We're going to go. I think my video is getting a little choppy. It's fine. We're going to close this. We don't need it anymore. And uh looks like everything's still recording. I hope so. I think we're good. All right. We're going to go. My thanks to everybody for weighing in on the question. My thanks to Glimmers for the tune. Glimmersband.com for more from them. Go see them on tour. Tell them I sent you and they might know who I am. All right? No? All right, anyway, we're going to (laughs) go. Oh, boy, we're going to go. We're going to go do the thing and have some fun with other stuff. Anybody else I have to thank? I don't know. Thanks to Kyle and Kenny for the Dynamite streams. They're always fun. Check them out on Twitch, Kentucky Beaver Slap. They're always a good time. And um, check me out on Twitch as well, twitch.tv slash themeltypat, themeltypat.com for all the things you need to know about me. All right? All right. We are good. We're good to go. I got I am thirsty and I'm going to stop the show before I uh before I lose it here. So thank you very much G Love and Special Sauce with Cold Beverage. They're going to play us out as they always do. philadelphonic.com for more from them. That my friends is our show. This has been an Eight Boiling Production. So until next time, have fun. Be safe. Thank a veteran. Wear your mask, wash your hands, get vaccinated and boosted when you can. And of course, don't do anything I wouldn't do. Thank you very much. I'll talk to you next week with whatever it is is going to happen. I don't know. I'm sure it's going to be great. All right? Or it's going to be messy. I, I Look, I don't know. We'll find out in a week. We'll find out. It's going to be awesome. We're going to have fun. We're going to have fun. Um, okay, we're good. We are good. You've been inside the Melting Pat on the next level network. Go crap open a cold one. Yo.
Could I get a cold beverage? I need some leverage. A sweaty ass as a lemonade would be nice. Of a spice from the top to a VK. Got a bar crop of drinks, but girls got the bait on the front board. See, I got some ice tea. If you like a taste of tea, then come along with me. Summertime is steaming, don't give me no bugs. Glass some ice and a dash of a mint. It's not teeny time. Yeah, yeah, feeling gold. And bring your own beverage. It's me, so it's cold. I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. Please fix me a large slice. Summertime is cool, the heat is getting old. Yeah, I have a beverage, sweet, so it's cold. Cold, 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 cold. You sent me from the bar. Yeah, I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. Uh, Cause I'm feeling kind of boy. Stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge. Stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge. And a go girl work the cold one. Go girl work the cold one. What? Go girl work the cold one. Go girl work the cold one. Yo, when I'm fishing, let's keep one thing clear. The bait's over there, the brew's right here. Two six packs in a big bag of ice. Didn't even get to bite, but the brew tastes nice. Back to the ball. So every jack of reason a collada. Need a whole lot of them food drinks. They got me a buzz. I must tell you, I'm the cool aid kid. My drink, please stick it in the fridge, cause I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. Uh-huh, I'm kinda thirsty. I like cold beverage, yeah.